So during the break, I was watching a um, uh, from somebody I follow. They cut up St. John's from yesterday. Uh, you know, outside of Trey Alexander, nobody else brought their A game. Uh, they didn't hit threes. They had some weird turnovers, just some live ball turnovers that you went, what? And then, and then Shireman got into trying to do too much, and he was part of that. What the hell kind of a turnover was that? St. John's played really, really well. Like St. John's, who loves the tough two, the mid-range, which, you know, if you're Creighton, you would give that to them. They were hitting those shots. Like Dingle and Jenkins were really, really good. Um, I've been able to move laterally. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> but they also, like, they ran their offense... They, you know, they didn't settle for shots. St. John's played a really, really good game uh, yesterday, and I mean, sure, they put up 80 on on Creighton, who's, you know, defense compared to like the first six games in the Big East, which was one of the elite Big East defenses, now is what seventh or eighth in the last 11 games. But St. John's, St. John's offensively was exceptional yesterday, and they also did another good thing that. The spurtability of Creighton when Creighton falls behind and they try and get back into the game. Um, Creighton will hit you with some runs right away. St. John's did a good job of stretching the game out so they weren't taking when they could feel like Creighton gets it to five. They don't all of a sudden come down the floor and take a shot 10 seconds into the shot clock. Yeah, they got really deep into the clock a lot of times yesterday. If I'm a St. John's fan, yesterday ticked me off because you're like, where has that team been? Dingle and Jenkins were really, really good. They played exceptional. Why didn't Rick Patino tell us we sucked a week ago? Oh, that's a weird deal. <laughs> that's that's a weird. But I, I think he, I think he goes back to the he, level. He of... backtracked his recruit. His uh, assistants got to him. They said, "Hey, recruits on the street are like, whoa, what's going on?" Okay, okay, okay. And then and then yesterday he's kind of like, I don't know if he ever talked about Creighton yesterday. He talked about his suit, how he got his suit. Talked about his team, and then <laughs> talked about how he's more connected with this team than he. Is against Providence, and then he started to go in on the transfer portal all over the map yesterday. But I think that's a, again back to coaching a guy knowing his team and how they're going to react to it. I mean, it's one thing to say that and not get a response out of it because I mean, if they got killed yesterday, it would not be a good look for Rick Pitino. The fact that they responded and answered to his call, I think that just shows you that he probably knew who he was talking to and what he was doing. He only had uh, three turnovers. They had twenty-four assists. So the turnovers—that's been Creighton's Achilles' heel all, all year. When they, when they're losing basketball games, they're getting wild with the basketball. All right, here is uh, Nebraska ball, Mike. Hello. 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 Hey. Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, did you ever think that Tom Izzo thought that he'd be behind Nebraska in February? <laughs> Pro- probably not. Um. We got to split one of these last two on the road. Okay. In my head. We might be in. Oh. I don't care. I want to go in feeling good. Uh, I think we can get Ohio State, but this kid's got playing really well. Yeah. They're, uh, it's a game not really to well. overlook. That's why winning at Indiana was a, was a good start. They might be a double-digit favorite against Michigan on the road, too. So I don't trust that building. I don't trust that point guard. That point guard's a really good player, and he scares me to death. There might be more in red than blue in that game, though. Are you sure that's a long trip? <laughs> if you got a reason to go, and there's a good chance you're going to win, Nebraska will travel. And this Michigan fan base is already out the door. One bad year in, like, 10, and you're out the door already? Yeah, they got. I don't get that. No, they got some issues, Mike. They got some issues there. It's not just. One, it's more one, than one, one year, year, yeah. 
Is he going to leave? Uh, I I think they will have a uh, mutual parting of the ways. That's interesting. Well, they're... They, 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 it comes a, uh, a thing they're about bad. about their fan base. Like their fan base, just like Indiana, they're ready to move on from the coach, so they're going to stop going to the games. And as an athletic director, uh, you know you got people coming through your doors. They're voting with their butts, but they're also they've True. they haven't they they had some momentum and they've completely lost all the momentum that they had making a run to the, the Elite Eight under Juwan Howard. Something got sideways. It just seemed like. When he had his incident with Greg Gard, things changed with Juwan Howard. And also, to be honest, guys, that's not a very good team. Yeah, they're one in ten. Whether, whether, whether Juwan Howard is having issues or not, talent-wise, they're not very good, and that can't be the case at Michigan. Okay. okay. Uh, do we have any clue what seating's going to look like in Minneapolis? Uh, Nebraska's uh, in fifth right now. They have the tiebreaker against Michigan State. Um, you know they own a couple of tiebreakers because of the win against Purdue, uh, yes. but they're they're going to be four, five, or six. Okay, so we're going to be in the tournament before the tournament. Yes, you're in the tournament. Uh, okay. hey, they should be in now. They're right. probably off the bubble. Nebraska's Nebraska's in the tournament right now. Okay, I know you okay. you 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 have a little trust issue. They're twenty and eight, I man. Know. It's time to start celebrating. Mm-hmm. We're Nebraska best. Hey, Mr. Bishop, what happened yesterday? Wow. One kid shows up, wow. Bishop, 15 points. Bishop's catching a straight. Wow. He hasn't gotten out of bed. No. <laughs> you want to talk all that trash? Your kids want to talk all that trash? 15 points in the garden. And one of your kids shows up and puts up half your points. Come on. Score Come 80, on. Hey. Scored 89 in Pinnacle hey. Bank, though. I know what the score that was, was. That wasn't even this year. Hmm. It was, it was twenty twenty three. <laughs> I know what the score was. All I'm saying is, if you're all that, and you come in with all this hype, and the one thing you had to do is make a final four, the one you know, thing. New York City and choke. Hey, I'm I'm all for this. The week of uh, the first round of the NCAA tournament, Mike. If we're in, why not start early? Exactly. I like that. I just wouldn't start drinking. I'm not drinking. Okay. All right, just checking Early on Early in the morning, dude. Yeah, uh, to some people it's nice. Right fan knows who I am. <laughs> I'm not going nowhere. You can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning, though, Mike. In fact, I'm here in March when I wasn't supposed to be. <laughs> so, I'm having a good time. Okay, I'll just... I, I, I'm, I'm happy for you. I don't know how to respond to that one. <laughs> a really good... Uh, it's just, Yesterday was a really good watch. Yes, yes. We didn't, uh, we are figuring out how to finish games mm-hmm. and finish teams off, yep. at least at home, and uh, that's really fun. Yep, they're, uh, they're, they're a well-constructed team that doesn't need, uh, they've got, somebody different is stepping up every night. What does next year's recruiting class look like? Uh, you're getting a local kid. And you're getting uh, you're getting a nice player from Wisconsin. Okay. We don't. I mean, okay. I don't. I don't think Tominago will be back. I'm not expecting him back. Yeah. No. They'll they'll have. I think they will move some guys out. Like Ramel Lloyd is not going to stick around. Okay. They need they need to go get a point guard. 
Um, I don't think because it's Nebraska they'll ever get a true five. But if they could get a point guard and like an on-ball one, and a, and a, yeah. a dynamic wing player, um, I think that would be a nice compliment to what they have coming back and what they have coming in. Okay. So this it could look really interesting, especially if we make the tournament, make a run. Well, yeah, this isn't a one-off thing. I mean, this is actually one thing to be excited about. Is it feels sustainable? Yeah, it looks like. Fred finally has something that is not year to year, but is starting to build some build build like a roster where they're going to get old, stay old, and he's got a philosophy, and they're they're recruiting those kind of guys to it. Okay, all right. As long as he's happy and his coaches are happy, I'm good. Oh, I think watching Fred in that game, he's uh, he's <laughs> yeah, he, pretty happy. He looked elated. Yeah, good. All right, thanks. Okay, all right. Everything else good? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Thanks for the call. See you, Mike. All right. All right. Taking shots at John Bishop at 8 a.m. on a Monday. What a time in Nebraska. It's only going to get better around here. See, I've told you. I, I, I've been I've been telling Nick and Jimmy, one of the best weeks and one of the best days on this radio station was the day that Nebraska and Creighton both played the NCAA tournament because it was four hours of people just taking swings at each other. Bring it back. Let it that, happen again. That's Mike, what Mike's we're going to do. Uh could this state survive if they play each other in the tournament when they both if they both get a win? Like, would we <laughs> would would the national guard be called inside of this of the border of this city if that happened? <laughs> well, okay. Could the state? Here, here's one thing, and I mean, this is me personally. Uh, I I still believe that Omaha is good enough to win three games in a row in Sioux Falls. Agreed. As long as they're not one possession games, that's. That that is a that that's a problem. Um, but could the state survive, not only hosting the first and second round, but all three Division One men's teams are in the NCAA tournament? It would be a fun day to do this job. That that's for sure. And if if Nebraska, well, if, so it, I think that's the one situation where I wouldn't want Nebraska to be in Omaha because I wouldn't want all the eyes of the other products to be. Shifted off of. I would want it all to be on television. That way, nobody's scrambling down to the chai, yeah. and the other two teams are suffering from it. I mean, ideally, Not if, if, if you if you love basketball, it could be a scenario around here where you know Creighton is going somewhere, Nebraska doesn't come here, Nebraska goes somewhere, and we get a really good field in Omaha where you get a KU, you get an Iowa State, you get a maybe a Marquette comes here. So it's a good regional. But everybody will be focused on Creighton and Nebraska playing wherever they are. Yeah, the bars so, will do well. <laughs> and so the, the the local NCAA tournament back here may not get as much local coverage. People will come from all over if you have those teams, and the place will be packed and the hotels will be packed, but we'll all be focused on what Creighton and Nebraska are doing. Yeah, the majority of the Chai will not be season ticket holders. They will uh, all be somewhere else watching that game. Now, what, what I'm going to ask Jacob about, because he's he's got an opinion on this, Nebraska can play in Omaha, but I don't want Nebraska in Omaha. Because right, they've been there before. Well, it, I, I just, I think it... Cheapens it, the experience? No, not cheapens. It would be a gong show here for Nebraska playing in Omaha. I think it already is going to be, so yeah. Yeah, so you just add that. It would be... You know, Why the, is that the, bad, though? Because I don't like that. I don't, I don't want that gong show. He just wants to win one game. Well, it doesn't win. I, I just think them being here and 
hey, I'm sure Auburn wasn't saying the same thing when they got sent to Birmingham last year and they beat right. Iowa um, to go to the Sweet 16. And I'm like, ah, I just, I did, I just, I just foresee just an absolute gong show with Nebraska playing here. And I remember what it was like. So the first year was unique. Nebraska playing in the College World Series. You remember what year two was like? People were like, oh, this is not fun. Because Nebraska went two in the queue and they were out and you forgot about the College World Series the rest of the way. That's a good point. Yeah, I, and as somebody that camped out in a tent in front of Rosenblatt that second time, yeah, I I, <laughs> I, I can understand that. And I, But, I mean, would it make it – I mean, you only get two two rounds here. It's not like it's the whole tournament here. So I might have a little bit of a different feel. But – I guess it did kind of feel that way in 2014. So it's. I mean, you, you, the question would be for the teams that were here or the team that was playing Nebraska, if that was the scenario. Hey, how you feeling about playing Nebraska in Omaha? Br- hey, Bruce Pearl didn't shy away from it last year. Birmingham was hosting a first and second round game. Auburn got sent there, and they were with Iowa. And I was like, whoa. I mean, it, it was a home game for Auburn. I mean, it'd be a, luck of the draw. I mean, I, I highly doubt the committee is looking at it and going, "We've got to make this happen." Like in pushing that narrative, I would be surprised. They like storylines. They they do, they but like I mean, storylines. Look at more a, look at more bracketologists today that have Nebraska in the tournament and where they're playing. There's a difference right between between storylines and pushing a narrative and giving somebody a clear advantage. It's already hard enough to get tickets for this thing. And are you looking on? I have. Yeah. Because you, you might be here. What's the... Oh, what, no, no, there's no might. A, I, think, I think it's a narrative. What's the cheapest? They, what's they're, the cheapest they're into storylines. Former coaches against each other. Hey, could could you envision a scenario where in Dayton we have Tom Izzo, Mark Few, and Tony Bennett? Look up the cheapest ticket for that. Because <laughs> those will be some big names drawing in a ton of money into, into that market, too. Uh, uh, but Jacob Jacob has a reason why. 375 he, for all session passes. That's the cheapest. Now, see, that's that's not bad. That's I'm actually not bad because that gives you what six games. That's not a bad price right mm-hmm. now. Now, I would advise between now and the next week, if you're going to jump on it, jump on it because what's going to happen next? Going to go higher. Is, yeah, and then once that Sunday hits at sixty-two fifty a game, by the way, at at five o'clock that's when they announce good. the field and it has a lot of local flavor to it, that's going to be a very very difficult ticket. It was, it's already going to be a difficult ticket because we are thinking KU is going to be here and Iowa State probably is still in a good spot to possibly be sent here. So you have two fan bases that are drivable. That'd be great they're for gonna them buy, They're going to get a lot of tickets. So then if you would add Nebraska to that as well, I mean, here, here would be the thing. Nebraska would be in the tournament as a 9 seed, playing an 8 seed, and or, or being a 7 and a 10, but being the 10 seed, and the 2 would be KU, and they would play in the same session? It it, it would it, it would be standing room only. Be insane. Uh, uh, Jacob's going to join us after the uh, top of the uh, hour. So mornings with Sharp and Hanley, Jimmy Allen, in today. You got after hours tonight. We do. We got. Uh, are you are you anywhere tonight? Are you at uh, like a district final tonight? We aren't. We couldn't get anybody to agree to it. So because they weren't set, and we obviously have to plan that out in advance. There's so. still you're time. Not, you're not at Elkhorn North, where Andy King has a chance to get Elkhorn North in the state tournaments for the first time. We are not, but we do have Westview boys and girls soccer coming in studio. Also. Uh, you may know this name. Michael Severe will be on the show tonight as well. Is he coaching soccer? Because that would seem right up his alley. He is not. He's talking about the Jet Award. Probably the could same. Could you get him to talk about the soccer? Yeah, I'm going to see if we can break down some X's. We'll get him up on the board doing some X's hey, and O's. He's become a central uh, high basketball expert. There's uh, 
kids Those going kids to going uh, Central. Sure. So yeah, he's, he goes to uh, a lot of Central High uh, football and basketball to support the band. I I like I like the basketball team this year. I I think they got a chance. They they got enough athletes that they can they can pull some surprises and, and make make some noise. Uh, JKK two, um, no relation. Says I've been a Nebraska fan since the '60s, a ticket holder for many, many years. I am 100% okay with Nebraska and Omaha. Uh, never changed my mind. Well, let well let Jacob. He's got a he's got a thought on this. He Jacob's Jacob's probably a little selfish on why he doesn't want it, but it'll make sense when you hear what he says. Okay, he's, he'll join us here in a little bit. It's mornings with Sharp and Hanley on 1620.